Hello everyone and welcome back to Parts of Me Holistically. I'm your fumbling host Sasha, also known as the Smiley Limey and the brains behind the Holistic Hero. I'm back. I think it's been like, what, two weeks? And I purposely did that because I just had a really crazy hectic week. One week and then the next week was the election and it happened to fall on a Friday and you know what? I just figured there's no sense in doing a podcast right now. The nation has their focus on other things, and rightfully so. I was one of those people, pretty much glued to my TV, very stressed out and not sleeping. I would pretty much pass out on the couch every night with the remote in my hand and wake up at 7 like, oh my god, what happened now? So that's over now, and I'm very pleased with the results. I'm very proud of our nation and proud that we all have the chance to move towards a better country with more equality, more hope, you know, I'm excited about that. So whatever your political beliefs or agendas are, I think we're headed in a good direction and I'm very happy about that. And I'm going to move on from politics now because I'm sure I lost a few viewers, but I don't care. Anyways, um, today I'm going to be talking about something that has been weighing on my mind a lot lately. And it's something that I have talked about on my website, The Holistic Hero, often, and as I dive more into broadening my website, I want to talk more about things that really affect people every day, and this is something that has affected me pretty much my whole life, and that is insomnia, which is pretty much like the killer of all. Um... I'm like an old woman sometimes where like I'll come home from a long day and all I can think about or even like get excited about is going to bed. You know, like sometimes if I'm in a frumpy mood, I like to get my cat cozy socks on, my fuzzy Batman pants and my robe and I'll just like jump into bed with like 50 blankets on top of me. But then there's those nights where you even think you're exhausted and then the minute you pop into bed, you're like wired and buzzed and there's nothing you can do to drift off and it's really frustrating. Um, But insomnia, like I said, is something that I've struggled with a lot in my life and especially within the past two years, it's definitely gotten worse. Um, But today I'm here to share some of my tips and tricks and these aren't cure-all, so don't hold me to that. Um, You know, everyone's different, but I definitely have some quick advice that I'm sure most of you will benefit from. So get excited for bed tonight. Let's get started. So in simpler terms, insomnia is a very common sleep disorder that basically makes it very difficult to fall asleep or hard to stay asleep or can even cause you to wake up too early and then not be able to get back to bed. Um, You may still feel tired when you wake up and insomnia can just sap not only your energy levels and mood but also your health overall Um, and it can just steal away your quality of life and your work performance every day. Um, So how much sleep is enough really does vary from person to person, but most adults typically on average need at least seven to eight hours a night. I'm someone who tends to need more. Sometimes I'll even need like nine to 12 hours on really stressful days or really busy days. Um, So I'll go to bed like early. Sometimes I'll go to bed at like, I don't know, 9.30 and get up at like eight. But then most typically I'll go to bed, like I try to go to bed at 11.30 and then get up at like 7, 7.30. 
but having a past of a very crazy travel schedule all the time, um, your sleep schedule can be really off and it can be really difficult to find that balance. Um, you know, at some point, many adults do experience short term or like acute insomnia, which can last for days or weeks, which tends to be the trend for me. Um, it's usually, usually the result of stress or a traumatic event, but some people do have long-term, which is chronic insomnia that can last for months at a time or even more. And that used to be the case for me when I was much younger than I am now. Um, but insomnia may actually be the primary problem, or it actually could be associated with other medical conditions or even medications. So some of the more common symptoms of insomnia include, you know, difficulty falling asleep at night, waking up during the night, waking up too early. Maybe you're not feeling well rested after a night's sleep. You are exhausted or sleepy in the daytime. You are anxious, depressed, or you're very irritable. You have a difficulty paying attention. You can't focus on tasks. Your memory is off. You are ongoing, worried about sleep, or you just have increased errors or accidents in your daily life. You know, that's just like to list some common things out. Um, Personally, though, I'm actually someone that from the age of four, I was actually diagnosed with RLS, which is also known as a restless leg syndrome, which pretty much meant that it was very uncomfortable to sleep next to me. (laughs) And I apologize to my parents who co-slept with me as a child. I remember my father actually used to sleep with a pool noodle in between his legs. Um, But in my opinion, co-sleeping with your children is a very important bonding mechanism, so I do thank them for that. But anyways, um, having ADHD, I was also especially hyper as a child, and I always had to be doing something. I always had to keep myself preoccupied, and I'm still that way, even though chronic Lyme disease has slowed me down throughout the years. But my RLS really actually diminished when I hit the age of like, I don't know, 17. And now I sleep like a rock. I'm just really hyper in the day, and I just have really bad insomnia. And my insomnia was triggered at an early age from like incredibly stressful childhood scenarios and adolescent periods and anxiety, stress, depression. Those are all some of the most common causes of chronic insomnia. You know, having difficulty sleeping can also make anxiety, stress and depression symptoms worse. So it's really odd because it goes both ways and it's just really difficult to find that right balance because one thing affects the other and vice versa, you know? Um, But another common emotional and psychological cause actually includes anger, grief, worrying, um, bipolar disorder, and trauma. And for me, constant trauma, depressive stages, anger, fear, um those were all huge culprits for me. And then having chronic Lyme, which is also known to really significantly mess with your sleep patterns and brain waves, it was like a double whammy. But um, my insomnia tends to come in really bad bouts that can last for weeks or months. And then I can go a week straight with no sleep. And sometimes I'm even going to bed and then just never going to sleep. You know, I'll go down to make my morning tea or smoothie at like five in the morning because I never fell asleep and I figure that I might as well, you know, and then you like, you screw up the rest of your day. 
So in essence, this really messes up with um, a lot. It alters my hormones, it affects my thyroid function, and it just sets me up on a really bad schedule. Because I like to also, I like to work out sometimes in the morning, like right after breakfast. But when you've gone almost 24 hours with no sleep, you're not going to do that. And then you end up never moving your body. Um, I hate it. And it takes a lot to snap me out of it, as I'm sure a lot of you can relate to. You know, I'll find myself exhausted during the day when I'm supposed to be energetic. And then I'm buzzed at night when I should be sleeping. And it's really frustrating. But... Typically, when I get back on a better schedule, it usually happens rather quickly because I start getting really strict with myself, and that's what I'm here to encourage you to do the best you can, and it's really hard, and sometimes it doesn't help, but it's also about knowing that you do have control over your mind as well because half of the times insomnia is affected by mind, mind over body, mind over matter, Um, and then the other time it's, you know, because of the things we can't help. Um, physiologically and for medications and all kinds of things like that. But um, I don't know if you guys have checked out. I do have a post on my IGTV channel on Instagram where I actually sum up in like, I don't know, like five minutes, my insomnia tips. But as I said on there as well, um, having insomnia and a busy daily schedule is like the recipe for death. So I'll sit up in bed, literally bitching with myself and trying everything just to close my eyes and stay that way. And it's hard. It's really hard. But anyways, I'm going to get right into it here. I'm going to list my tips right now. And as a heads up, this will be a big segment I'll discuss more frequently on theholistichero.com over on my lifestyle section. So head on over there now or maybe just like wait till after the podcast. (laughs) But anyways, let's get into it. Um, Weighted blankets. They are fantastic. They also, they do go based on your weight. So I'll use like a 10 or 15 pound blanket. I think they even have like 50 pound ones, which would kill me. But hey, you know, it goes based on your weight. So they have different weighted or different um, pound ones, however you want to phrase it, depending on what your weight is. Um, I know they're expensive, but if you do your homework, I'm really good at finding good deals. I did find one at a closing out store. It was also in like a burgundy color, which was so exciting since I love that color, but it was only like $50 as compared to some that can go up to $250. And I use it almost every day or as needed since sometimes like I'll admit, I, I do feel claustrophobic on some nights, um, especially in the summertime, which I hate. But sometimes I'll just use it on those days that I have really bad insomnia and I'm out in like 15 minutes and they just have a really great calming effect on the mind and body and a lot of research has been done on them so please go check them out. Please do. They are, they've changed a lot of lives for a lot of people and I'm here as living proof to tell you that they can work. Also next, if you are like me and please don't judge, If you don't really like sleeping alone, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I recently got one of these on Amazon. They have these, like, they're literally called, go in and type this, boyfriend pillows, and they have girlfriend pillows. And it's no joke, and it's really satisfying. So they're like these half-body pillows that have an arm 
attached to them and legit even the girlfriend ones have like boobs it's so bizarre and then the boyfriend ones have like men's t-shirts some of them even have ties it's really funny but it's you know they really go all out with the detail but I tend to sleep better when I'm not alone. You know, I'm just, I like to cuddle. I like to practically glue myself to the other person. So when I'm alone, I just, you know, I feel a little insecure and sad and just weird. So this boyfriend pillow is great for those of you that have a good imagination. Or the girlfriend pillow, you know? It can help. Don't judge. It's go check it out, Okay. Some other methods that I use are like the common ones, and these are also generally good tips just for every day for any mom. Stick to a better sleep schedule. So basically, like be strict about keeping your bedtime and waking up at a time that's consistent from day to day, including the weekends. Although, give yourself permission to slack off on the weekends a little bit. We all deserve that, right? Stay active, as active as as you can. Keep those good hormones up, um, those endorphins. Also, it just, it's just really good for your mind and body. Um, always check your medications. Avoid or limit naps the best you can. You know, I used to be someone who never, ever napped. Ever. Like, I never napped. I, you know, but the older I got and the more burnt out I got from travel, work, stress, blah, blah, blah. Sometimes I'd, like, randomly nap at weird times in weird places in weird ways. And then sometimes I would actually set aside an hour to nap. But I tend to try avoiding naps the best I can um, because sometimes that just can mess with your sleep schedule because your body's like not really sure what to make of how much sleep you actually need or how much sleep you've gotten. But if you need a nap, take it because that is your body telling you that you need rest. You know, sometimes I would travel. I'd have like a five-hour flight. And then I get in my hotel room and just randomly crash in the weirdest places and positions. And that was serious for me. Sometimes I'd even like fall asleep for 10 minutes and then someone would come, Sasha, you got to go. And then I just, you know, I'd leave. Just sometimes if you even get 10 minutes in there, that's all you need. You don't have to make it this huge nap time. Like, why is my chair? I'm sorry. You don't have to make it this huge, like big nap time ordeal where you get in, you know, cozy socks and you go to go under the covers and set your alarm. Like, you know, just even give yourself 10 minutes to take a break. That's all you need. And then get on with your day. Try to avoid or limit caffeine and alcohol the best you can. I don't smoke, but if you do, you know, just try not to smoke, right? Don't use nicotine. Um, don't put up with pain. You know, If you are someone who lives with chronic pain um, physically, you know, that's one of those very difficult, tricky ones because you don't want to be taking pain medications all the time. But if you have, if there are outlets you can use um, to help with pain relief, use them because, you know, pain is exhausting and that is something that's really going to affect your sleep pattern. But that's one of those really sensitive, difficult topics. So I'm not going to get too much into that. Also, I would suggest to avoid large meals and beverages before bed. So that can really mess with your stomach patterns, your gut patterns, and your sleep schedule. And it's not good because that basically means that your body is digesting while you're sleeping, which means that your body is working all night. And that can affect your ability to sleep. 
I tend to just drink lemon water or a glass of water like an hour before bed and then call it a night. Um, I know it can be hard sometimes when you want to like binge on something. So I understand. I'm just saying like to the best of your ability, try to avoid meals or like beverages aside from water before bed. I also like to watch um, ASMR videos in bed. Those always relax me like instantly and it is different for everyone but the hair and the neck ones really get me. If you haven't heard of ASMR it stands for Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response and it is a calming pleasurable feeling which is often accompanied by like a tingling sensation and this tingle is said to originate in a person's head and then spread to the spine and sometimes the limbs and in response to stimulation that's what happens. So it's basically an overall feeling of well-being combined with this tingling sensation in the scalp or down the back of the neck and it can be experienced by some people in response to a specific gentle stimulus or even like a particular sound. Um, everyone's different. Um, I personally am one that I, I'm personally more stimulated by actual touch in, in you know, as opposed to sound, which does it for a lot of people. But I've actually turned a lot of my friends and family onto it because it's changed my life. And I've learned a lot also from my mother who used to be a trained massage therapist back in the day. So definitely go watch some ASMR and see if it does anything for you. You know, if you're with someone also, try some ASMR on them. You know, like I've done that on people and they, they're out within like, what, five minutes. <laughs> so it really does work. Or if no one's there, like I said, watch some videos, but anyways, I also like to listen. There's this channel, it's called The Detail, and it's all Michael Jackson related stuff. Yes, we all know my deep, deep, deep love of MJ, but they have these two hour videos on there, and they're sleep versions of all his like gentle music in this like bubble format. I can't really describe it. So the music's not loud. It's like a mellow background type of sensation of human nature and heal the world and, and more. And I listen to it and fall asleep to it on my bedroom TV every night. So thank you, Michael. Um, so listening to quiet, calm music of your choice is also phenomenal. But I really do recommend go check that out on the detail. It is phenomenal. It's the sleep music. So, on to my next tip, and this is for the ladies and gents. Yes, sex can also improve the quality of your sleep, and it can help get help you get to sleep. You know, not just because you're exhausted from the act eventually, but no, because sex can increase the love hormone, which is also known as oxytocin. And the release of oxytocin has actually been stated to occur in conjunction with feelings of affection and an affectionate sense of touch, which can lead to a feeling of pleasant well-being um, forms of stress relief, you know? Other hormones such as dopamine and prolactin and progesterone, those have also been uh, implicated in affecting the mind with a sense of relief, of relaxation, and sleepiness, which follows the act of satisfactory sex. But everyone is different, so these chemicals shuffling through your brain right at bedtime can actually be stimulating, and for some people that might actually keep them in... Um, 
a state of being awake. Um, it's wake promoting or sleep inducing. So it really is different for everybody. But after all the considerations, it does seem reasonable to say that mutually satisfying physical and mental interaction before sleep can enhance mood and feelings of well-being. It does release stress and it just makes it easier to switch off the busy mind to go to sleep and then stay asleep. Um, if a satisfying sexual orgasm after an exciting foreplay is part of the interaction, it is also likely to lead to better sleep. And I can confidently tell you that getting a good orgasm in two can really boost mood, enhance overall libido, and just lead to better quality sleep. And that is actually according to neurologist Amr Khan. So, you know, maybe give your partner something to look forward to every day, folks, and maybe you'll get something in return. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Anyways, on to the supplements. In terms of supplements, and please, guys, always consult with your doctor first. I am not a doctor. These are just helpful tips and things that maybe you guys can go research, but I use evening primrose oil. I love the brand Sol Solgar. That's right, Solgar. Um, I take about 500 milligrams a day, and this is just great for overall hormone balance. It's a great source of GLA, which does contribute to affecting insomnia and sleep habits. It can also affect your weight and help with weight loss. And I also actually take it to help my skin every day since it's mainly used for healthy skin. Um, I actually, I actually, and this might sound gross to some people, but I pop the oil in my mouth and it doesn't taste bad. But um, I do that so my stomach doesn't have to break down the actual vegetable capsule, which just really isn't necessary to consume the capsule, in my opinion. I just pop the oil in my mouth. And yes, I even do that with fish oil. I know that some of you probably just cringed or, you know, upchucked, but um, I just tend to do that, you know. And if you guys want a really good fish oil brand, I recommend Carlson's. It was recommended by my um, naturopath. It is the most, the purest source of fish oil and it's cod fish oil I take. I avoid all the heavy mercury fish like, um, what are some heavy mercury, like tuna. Some people use tuna. Mackerel's really bad. Um, and salmon, I've never really heard of a salmon fish oil, but cod is the purest form of fish oil and Carlson's uses the wild Alaskan form of cod as opposed to the GMO sourced Atlantic cod. So I highly recommend that brand. Also great for omega-3 fatty acids and also really good with hormone balance, which does affect your sleep habits. Um, keep in mind, guys, I do also have a whole blog post. It's already up on my website on theholistichero.com over on my lifestyle segment. Um, all about the different supplements I take and why I take them. So definitely go check that out. Anyways, I also take Vitex. Vitex is another great hormone balancer. And to you gals out there, this pill has legit naturally saved my life with my monthly cycle. I thank my naturopath again, who pretty much changed my life. Um, you can get this at like any health food store. Vitex, um, Again, it's all natural. There's no side effects. It's not like you're taking the pill. It's just, it's fantastic. And I take that also in combination with a pill called Pycnogenol, which is um, a bark extract. And that also can help with 
cramps. It can help with hormonal, like hot flashes. It's just really great hormone bouncer and it's known to just reduce overall inflammation in the body. So whether you're on your monthly cycle, whether you're male or female, pycnogenol is great for reducing inflammation in the body, which, you know, forget sleep. That's just something that's good all year round. So pycnogenol is another great supplement. Um, so that's pretty much in terms of the supplements that I use. Of course, there's, I take a wide range of supplements that I'm sure do also contribute to better sleep, but those are the supplements that directly help me with my sleep patterns. I do also take, um, methyl B12, which that's for energy. So don't take that before bed. (laughs) I take P5P, which helps with, um, water retention. It's also great for anti-inflammatory. Um, I take a wide variety of different pills and supplements. And, uh, like I said, go to my website and check that whole list out. And I, I, even with diagrams and everything, I list out why I take them and what they're good for and this and that. So anyways, in terms of things to avoid, blue light is a huge insomnia factor. That just basically means don't be on your phone late at night, which is a really bad habit for me. But at least, at the very least, try to give yourself like 30 minutes before bed off all devices. Like read a book if you want or just do something away from technology as this does heavily alter brain chemicals. And I know it's very difficult for some of you, especially when there's like work and things you need to take care of. But there are many studies that have been done and proven how much blue light does affect hormones, causes weight gain, and just so much more. So please check that out. Please try to be strict with that. I also, like I said earlier, I think, I do suggest um, not to eat at least an hour before bed. I just drink water an hour before and then I'll call it a night, you know? Those are just some basic things and um, tips you can consider. Just, you know, even try them out. It's not always going to work overnight, and it's not like you're going to find a cure-all. Sometimes you do, but just consider those things that I suggested. Consult with your doctor, you know, and be gentle with yourself. Give yourself time. Be strict when you can, and just wait and see, you know, results will happen and you will work towards a better, um, lifestyle and better habits. And that essentially affects everything else that you do in your, your life. It's not like, you know, if you affect your sleep habits and you learn how to be strict with yourself about the things that are important, everything else in your life will kind of fall into place and you'll just be on a way better, cycle and you'll even learn to have more self-respect for yourself you know I used to be someone as like I used to just be out sometimes at night and I would do all these things and I wouldn't really care I was willing to put up with whatever um I wouldn't be strict with others you know telling people hey you know I gotta call it a night I gotta head out I've gotta go to bed I've got a busy day tomorrow you know when you learn to be stricter with yourself then you'll learn to have more self-respect and just everything else will kind of fall into place. So I do hope that some of my trips, did I just say trips? (laughs) I've had a long week guys. I hope some of my tips and tricks have helped you and that it's maybe like a little guide for you. And I wish you guys all the best in your sleep future and you know, 
I look forward to having more conversations about things like this, about things that really do affect people in their daily lives. And maybe if there's any way that I can help people out there from my own experience, then that's what I'm here to do. So thank you for listening and see you next Friday.